Ashley Brock reading Diana Palmer's book, Wyoming Bold, Chapter 3. Tank paused to talk to Clara and the doctor when he left. She's asleep, he told him. I'm so glad. There's headaches or trouble. You think they, there may be something bad causing them? She said to the doctor, who looked surprised at her intuition. Clara stared at him with wide, soft eyes and seemed almost... It's not a tumor, she said in a soft voice. There's nothing. The doctor it amazes me that you can see that. Clara looked subconscious. It comes and goes. I never know when something will pop into my head. Marissa has a true gift. She can, well, look at something and see what's going to happen. I can't. <laughs> it's a very rare ability, doctor told him. Makes us outcasts, Clara said. We really leave. We rarely leave the house. People stare and whisper. I hate going to the grocery store. One woman even asked me if I could keep her familiar. Good lord, We're pretty much used to it by now. Laugh. <laughs> and we do get a lot of people who ask us to read for them. That's usually hit and miss, and I tell them that, but they come anyway. Sometimes we're able to see something that saves lives or even marriages. It's a good feeling. It almost makes. Up for the notoriety. You handle it well. Thank you. Thanks. She, she's at a neurologist to test and gave him his number. He told Claire. Oh, she said her neurologist to test and gave me her, his number. He told Claire. I'll confer with him, but you're right. She showed no signs of having any impairment beyond the migraine. You call me if she doesn't get better. Dr. Harrison told Claire firmly. I don't care if it's two in the morning. I owe you a great debt just for what you've already done. Claire said she pulled out her prayers, protested, but she handed him a large bill anyway. Gas money, she told him. Don't argue. He just shook his head. I'm on retirement, you know. He said, doesn't matter. You came here as if we were family, and, return and retirement isn't usually enough to buy food and medicine at once. He smiled. All right, then. Thank you. He said formally. She smiled back. Tank wanted to stay. He hated leaving that sweet blonde woman in her bedroom. Felt possessive while he was looking after her. It was a new and strange feeling. He'd had brief romances over the years, but he never found a woman he could think of in terms of a future together. Now all at once, his mind was being changed. Disturbed him. Thinking about the chameleon federal agent who had led him into the ambush on the border. He dismissed Marissa's vision at the beginning, but after speaking to Sheriff Haynes Carson in Texas, now he was sure she was right. A few days later, the storm was still annoyingly annoying everyone, but there were some strange, some changes going on at the ranch. All the men had started carrying weapons, even when they were riding fence. Whenever Tank went outside, at least two men were nearby watching something that Mallory had ordered. New surveillance equipment was installed by a local company. It seemed to be to disconcert the man who set up the cameras that so many armed men were walking around near Tank. Something going on that you're worried about, mate? The technician said, Taxi. I mean, men with guns everywhere. You're never alone for a second. How are you? Tank. My brothers are overprotected. Probably nothing. But there may be a threat of some sort. And you know this from what? An informer. The man dropped Tank. I was like, The man trolled in a thick Australian accent. Don't put no faith in them things, mate. They're all bogus. Nobody can see the future. Tank didn't argue. Maybe you're right. We like to err on the side of caution. It's your money. The man said and went back to work. He certainly he was through quickly. 
This sets you right, mate. The installer told Tankless Mark. This is state of the art stuff. Nobody will be sneaking up on you, no worries. Thanks. Does rather feel like being in prison, however. Tank side, looking around in the state of the art camera towers. We pay a price for safety, the other man replied, which your life estate this seems is pretty fair. Didn't come one, you know. Tank I know. Didn't occur to him then to ask the man. Knew his life was on the line since he hadn't elaborated about the threat to either, either the woman at the company's office or the installer. Well, that should do it. The man was like, oh, and I did put a smart camera in your office just to scratch things up. It's hidden so you won't have to worry about something. Somebody spotting it. Where? Tank asked concerned. The other man put a hand on his shoulder. If you don't know what I says, you can't tell somebody, right? He laughed at a similar pain. Appliance in his truck, a low jack, where it was installed, nobody knew. I get it. Good mind. You have any questions? You can sign your call us right. Right, thanks. Just do my job. You're planning room again. Why should Tank suddenly think of a play with one of the characters complaining that another character smiled too much? <laughs> Curious, he watched the man climb into a nice, sleek model car and go go. Wasn't he in com a company chart like most technicians drove? So he called a shooting company and asked, Oh, that's just Ben, the woman in the office laughed, although she sounded just briefly disconcerted. He's eccentric. He likes women, you see, and he thinks that like, less likely to be impressed by a guy if he's in some company vehicle. I see. That's a worry. I've known him for years. He's just curious, to put it politely, but he knows his job and he's good at it. I'll stop worrying. We're happy to have the work, she added gratefully. It's been a bit slow lately with the economy in such a bad bind. Tell me about it. We're looking for new markers for our cattle. Everything's slow. New markets for our cattle. Everything's slow. I guess you're selling off stock. So we're gone before winter, he corrected. And a good thing it was, we're having the truck and feed. The storm is bad. I know, I have to get a lift to work with a friend, she laughed. If he hadn't been able to drive in this, he wouldn't be speaking to me now. <laughs> Good thing your guys can work in this mess. I didn't want to wait for the weather to break to get the system installed. Expecting some sort of trouble, yes? No, that is my business. No, nothing out of the ordinary, he prevailed. We have a threat about one of our bulls. Best to be safe. Oh, yes. Not worrying about some sort of attack on people there, then. <laughs> you know, what in the world would somebody attack us for, he said. I did jaywalk last week, but I hardly think the sheriff's coming to arrest me. She laughed, you silly that. I suppose your cattle are quite expensive. And that's an understatement here. A friend of ours was visited by a rustler a few weeks ago, had one of his prize bulls taken. Not going to happen here. Not with our equipment on the job, I promise you. She planned. Thanks again for the business. You know anybody else in need of surveillance equipment? We'd be grateful for the work. I'll pass that along. He hung up. The storm did break. Snow was still piling everywhere, but the sun came out. Tank had phone Clara to make sure Marissa was okay. She's back at work already, Clara. Would you like to speak to her? Here's a wood, thanks. There's brief off. Hello? Tank lowered. Tank loved her voice. It was soft and clear like a prayer in the wood. Hello. Here, pleasant. Are you better? Much. Thanks again for your help. The doctor called in a prescription for me at the drugstore, she added. Says it will help prevent headaches if I can tolerate it. She left. I'm funny about medicine. I can't take a lot of it. I used to take fewer few for migraine and another herb, but they weren't working. 
modern medicine to the rescue. He mused, modern medicine is just a rework of ancient Native American and international folk medical medicine wrapped up in pills. He pointed out, have it your way, he smiled upon. When the snow melts a bit, how would you like to go over to Cataloo and have some supper at the new Mediterranean eatery everybody's talking about? They're in secret, but I'd love to, she said with faltering quickness. He chuckles up. I like Greek food, he said. Well, I don't like resonated wine, but that's another matter. What is that? The wine, he yeah. asked. It's an acquired taste, the wine with resonant in it. It's quite bitter. But I've told that many people like it. Sounds uncomfortable. To me, too. But I love the food. I like spinach salad with goat cheese. <laughs> so do I. So. We have things in common. We'll find more, I imagine. I'll call you in a day or two, and we'll set a date, okay? Okay. Call us if you need anything. I will, but we're fine. Okay, see you. See you. He hung up, feel very proud of himself. A few minutes later, he walked out of the barn where Kane and Mallory were talking to Darby about arrangements for a new bull they purchased. They turned when he came in, when he drank. He win the lottery or something, Kane joked. I'm taking Marissa out to eat. Tank replied, there were several shocked persons there. She won't turn me into a toad if she doesn't like the food, he said sarcastically. That isn't what worries us, Kane said quietly. Mallory moved forward. He put a hand on his brother's room. Look, it isn't that we don't like Marissa, but we know very little about her family. There have been some stories, some very unpleasant ones, about her father. Tank, word stories. Mallory glanced at Kane and begged, Well, that he beat one of his hands almost to death, he said. He doesn't live there anymore. I know, Mallory said, but... Well, you think maybe Marissa was like that? Take the truth. See, I'm doing this badly. Okay. Nobody knows where he is, he said. There's more, a standing more. There is rest on assault battery charges. If you get involved with her and he comes back, Tank understood finally what they were saying. You're worried about me. <laughs> we heard all sorts of disconcerting him sorts of things concerning him. He was possessive about his daughter. She was just ten at the time, and he was violent toward anybody who tried to talk to her. I wonder why, I guess. There were always awesome rumors about what he did to her mother. Now they had to Clara? Well, she's a woman. A man, likes, a man like that doesn't care. Kane said, our doctor told me in confidence once that he treated Clara for some potentially fatal injuries. He looked at Mallory with this. Tell him, tell him, Marissa was brought in with Clara with a concussion and a broken leg. Yeah, the doctor said she tried to save her mother. Tank laying back against the stone pillar with a rough concussion. <laughs> it would explain some of her strange abilities. There's no scientific explanation that I'm aware of, but there are many things we still don't know about brain functions. He had a 10-year-old girl hard enough to break her leg. Tank was talking to himself. Yes, my brother. It's worrying that nobody knows where he is. It's been years, Tank went. So it has, but it's something to consider. Like that man who helped put you into intensive care. Tank held up his hands. Let's not go into that. He said with a look that wasn't lost on his brother. Okay. I want to have a look at that tractor. I've been acting up. He told his brother's motion in the following. 
they know that Darby Hayden's too grand. He was feeling better than Beckler. Thanks, Darby Hayden's reminded. I don't think surveillance can pick this up. He told them over the noise in my backs to the cameras so they can't read lips. Listen, I don't want to mention anything about our suspicions. Something's not quite right about the company we hired to install the cameras. I can't explain it. He said, here. You've been talking to Marissa Canties. I have, but she didn't mention it. No, I just have a feeling. He added heavily. Mallard didn't. I have the same feelings, and I'm not psychic. The guy came in the car, not a service vehicle. He had an Australian accident, accident, but it wasn't put on. I had a friend in the service who was from Adelina. I know the difference. Tank also. The rogue federal agent, the chameleon. It's possible, Kane said in Yes. Yes, but what do we do about all the cameras? And he might have bugged the phone as well. Tech Temple Grimey. He had access to the whole house, thanks to my stupidity. I should have mentioned that we hired a company from out of town. You couldn't have known, Mallory said, Neither of us thought about the possibility either. It seemed a logical thing to do. Yes, it did. Kane agreed. We might have another company come in and tweak the cameras, Mallory suggested between them. A lot of bad idea to have a friend who can put bugs in ice cream and you'll never see them. He was working as an independent contractor in the Middle East when I was serving over there. I'll give him a call myself. Yourself may be bugged, Mally pointed out. I'll buy a throwaway case that didn't use it. We better have some time. I'll some Darby in town for you. This is ridiculous stigma. We hire people to protect us from the bad guys. And they may turn out to be the very people we're watching for. Our advantage, Kansas, is that they won't know we're on to them. We could all just be paranoid, Mallory suggested. The other two looked at it for a minute, laughed, took the heads. No, he shrugged and grinned. Tell the wives things and not to say anything about this in the house. We will. They're going on a two-day Christmas shopping trip to Los Angeles Friday. King's going to... Maury's taking Harrison with him. She can't bear to leave him even with maybe, but maybe for a couple days. She's a great little mother. And I hear you and your new father-in-law have a hunting trip planned for next month up in Montana. Heard that, did you? <laughs> we do. Now that his grandfather, he's a lot less judgmental and harsh. Dank didn't want to mention how much Mallory had mellow, so he just didn't. I'll call Marissa back and set up a day for Saturday. I can bear, I can be fairly certain that the restaurant won't, won't be bugged. <laughs> I wouldn't make that bet, Mallory, especially if you told her where you're going. I did take her. Then he brightened and left. I'll drive her over to Powell instead and we'll eat at the Chinese restaurants, but I won't tell her until we're on the way. <laughs> Great. Take it, Kaysen. I'll have my friend sweep the truck before I leave, he boss. If he's got the time, I might hire him on us temporarily. Nobody has to know what he really does for a living. Do it, Mallory said. Better safe than sorry. Tank said Darby hands in the town that afternoon for throwaway phones. As soon as he had his, it was activated. Hello. It was a male voice deep in his thing. How are things? Not good. Oh, how are you? Why is it for you? Are you free for a couple of weeks? It's a job and it pays well. How the hell did she know I'm out of work? Came to reply. Just finished one job, but didn't even have another lined up. 
Bells who piled up house needs repairs. He was lying to receive the sick one. No, he didn't speak of his private life. The outsiders maintained the fiction that he was a starving mercenary living from job to job. Thank you. Great. Well, not about the bills, I mean, but you're hired. It will life save up. What do you need done? I've got a rogue fat ass for me. Thanks, and I just hired a surveillance company to put up cameras and install bugs, but I have a nasty suspension that the installer we will turn out to be the rogue fed who's after me. Damn! <laughs> you do have the worst stuff. Tell me about it, Texas. How soon can you come up here? As soon as you email me a ticket, came to reply. I have an unpack from the last job. It will be a pleasure. You know, I'm working for you. For your old boss, I mean, he better sung you almost slipped and said your father, but he didn't dare do that. Rook wouldn't get on a plane. Most people suspected that Rook was the illegitimate son of Casey Cantor, the ex-merc millionaire. Nobody said it to Rook's face. Nobody dared. Besides, if the man was living from home hand to mouth, it was unlikely that he had a rich father looking out for him. No, the Boston I had a falling out, Rook replied heavily. It was quite the truth, but it was close enough. Things have gone from bad to worse, and tats won't speak to me either. <laughs> the last was said with subdued rage. Tat was the social ed journalist who'd gone with Rogue and General Market out to retake, retake Margaret's country in South America. Rook and Sack, his nickname for her, had a very long history. Rook had known her since she was a child. They had a rocky relationship. Put her next hairs up again, did you? Take that. She's going in with the chaps, Avery Nickelwalker, he said, saving a small country involved in a nasty revolution. I tried to stop her, but she wouldn't listen. It's a bloodbath over there. I know, seasons mercs who won't go near the place. Journalists are usually protected. Thanks, Sure they are. Want to hear how, how many bought it last year on assignment? He asked pessimistically. Sorry to hear she's in danger, thanks, her own damn fault stupidity has a prize for two bits. I'd go in and drag her out, he hesitated. So send me the ticket, I'll be right up. I'll email it on my alternative account, he said. Good man. Thank you, He said, well, hey, what a friend's fault, came to reply. Marissa was wearing a soft beige dress that clung to her slender figure, outlining her pert breasts and tiny waists, flaring hips. She wore flat shoes with its and her blonde hair waved in soft curls around her elven face. She wore a small Christmas tree pin on the dress and a matching clip in her hair. She smiled shyly at Zeke, who stared at her with open eyes. If it's too dressy, she gets up going. I don't very often see women in dresses these days. I think you look lovely. She's less than that. Thanks, she indicated. Her. I can't wear high heels. I suppose this looks peculiar. It looks fine. He didn't rush an album. Ready to go? Yes, she pretends to me. See you later, Ma. Lock the door. She had it for a moment. Clara looked. I will. Got your key? Yes. Have fun. Thanks. Tank stuck his head in the doorman. I'll take good care of her. He promised. I know you will. Clara replied. Rookie arrived the day before. He got to working once on the security camera, swept the house for bugs, and found several. That's what the truck just before Tate got into for his date. We're going to Pal to have supper, he told her. Sorry, but we've had a hitch in our security. Yes, I was very sorry. It was him, the man in the suit. He glanced at Well, yes, we think so. How ironic, she said readily. He's very convenient, confident. <laughs> he is. But it will be his undoing, he said coldly. She didn't speak. Her face was drawn. 
We stop the car at red light as they approach Mal. What do you see, Marissa? He asked very softly. Something bad. Can you be more specific? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Their face going, it's just a feeling right now. I can't, I can't see what it is. He reached across the seat and caught her soft hand. And, it's all right. We'll handle it. She sort of jolt all the way at her feet as touch. His hand was big and warm. Colossal from work. She looked down at it in light from the street lamps. He has a beautiful hand, very masculine, with neatly trimmed and clean flat lines. Hmm. Yeah, beautiful hands. She burst out of her thanks. Those are bad eyes. Her secret felt the same electricity that she did. It was comforting to have that physical contact with another human being. Take imagined himself in love a couple of times, but it had never been this intense. He wanted to protect her, take care of her. She was a strong, capable woman. She could support herself. Indeed, but she made him feel taller. What are you thinking? She asked that squeeze her hand. That this is one of the best ideas I've had in years. She laughed. Thanks. You're comfortable to be around. Not many people at Catawal would agree with that. They don't know you. People are afraid of the unknown, of anything that isn't scientific. Well, this certainly isn't scientific, she agreed. So my life seeing things that terrify me, she said. So many people want to know the future, but if they could see what I see, they wouldn't. It's never good to know what lies ahead. I have to agree. I mean, it's one thing to have a handle on the weather, or what fashions will be in the vogue next year, or if you're going to meet someone who will change your life, but to want to know what's going to happen to you in a year, two years, you should never want to know these things. He rubbed his thumb gently over the back of her hand as he drove. You never talk about your father. Her hand dealt as if it had been jolted by electricity. Sorry, I didn't mean to upset. She's not here. You've heard things. We pulled in the parking lot at the Chinese restaurant. Cut off the engine, he turned. Honestly, yes, I have. He searched her eyes, huge in the pale face. You don't have to talk to me about him if you don't want to. We barely know each other. She hesitated. He was brutal. Was? We haven't seen him in years, she said. We don't know where he is, but we're always afraid that he might come back. She closed around. He was a big man. I'm so strong. He hear you. He looked up at him and cried. Me and Mama figured him. I was so happy when he left. She threatened him. She told him what would happen if he stayed in Catawalk. She knew, you see, and it wasn't only a premonition. He beat up one of our farmhands and almost killed him. Mom told him that the man would press charges and he would go to jail. If it's the only reason he left. <laughs> I'll see. Junior brother. No, you don't. I lived in terror all my life that he would kill my mother. She closed her. Once I got brave and tried to stop him. With almost fatal results, he had him. You know, Catalan was a very small town, Marissa. Yes, I know. This is if I'd have been here, then he'd never have touched either of you. But her face lightened in her eyes. Like, he wouldn't have been afraid of you. He said, Are you afraid of me? He said, Not so much anymore. He said, A little, maybe. <laughs> a little. Appreciate Not in the way you mean you. Confuse me. You make me uncomfortable, not in any way I've felt before. While she was talking, he hung fast in the seatbelt and hers. Uncomfortable. He asked, prompting his hand on the door beside her. A little. She stammered. He was very close. She could smell the spicy cologne he wore. Feel the heat from his body. His lips were her. 
Just a little. <laughs> he laughed. Just a little. She struggled to keep her breathing steady, but it was a losing battle. One of his hands came up and rested against her cheek. Zum worked at her soft lips, parting the very gently. I like making you uncomfortable, he whispered at her. Just a little. His chiseled mouth traced her lips, teasing them apart very tenderly so that he didn't frighten her. She was she was very nervous. Her hand came up to touch his, and it was ice cold. It needed a program to know that she wasn't used to having a man this close. It made him feel more protective than ever. Easy now, he whispered, and his lips parted hers so that he could ease with him. Easy does it. <laughs> his mouth moved down onto hers. It was unfamiliar. It was disconcerting, but after a minute, it became more familiar, more comfortable. Very soon, her lips relaxed. Her body relaxed. She liked it. She were closer, but slowly, gently, he wrapped her up against him like fragile treasure and worked her mouth till he made her hungry for him. She reached up around his neck and clung to him quite suddenly as the hunger flashed in her like lightning. She kissed him back with the same urgency that he kissed her, but very soon it became clear that he was going to have to start undressing her or stop kissing her. It had been a very long try spell. He drew back. Flattered that he had to couple her hands from his neck and ease her away from him. Smiled gently at her. Don't worry. It's all perfectly natural. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. He brushed back her hair. Looking for We should go inside. She smiled. She could still taste him on her lips. He tasted the coffee mint. She smiled. Him. I guess so. He chuckled. He got out and helped her down. He held her hand all the way into the restaurant. End of the chapter. Sweet.